Bippity boppity bottom nation. It's your fairy top mother, Ashley Gavin. And if you're you're a homophobic stepmom and your mean straight sisters are getting you down, I've got tour dates all over the country. San Francisco, Virginia, all across the Midwest, Omaha, Nebraska, St. Louis, Madison, uh, Des Moines, Kansas City, upstate New York. Guys, I'm coming everywhere, so go get on my text list so you don't miss a show, all right? And I'm still doing that dinner giveaway with me, legally not a date. You can win. I haven't reached my marketing goal yet, so when we do, and we're not far away, uh, we're 80% of the way there, once we reach that goal, I'm going on legally not a date with somebody. So go do that. And please support the Patreon. As you guys may have heard, it's hard for us to do ads. We don't get the same number of ads for our audience size as other podcasts without the name Gay Sex in their title do. So so come and do the Patreon. You can submit your gay sex stories, and we do bonus episodes about them. We read them out loud. It's really, really fun. Um, and all other kinds of bonus stuff like my stand-up comps, stuff like that. So go check it out, patreon.com slash WHS. Also, it's just a good thing to do, okay? Oh, and make sure not to miss Kate's show at Union Hall in Brooklyn on June 28th. And then this week on the pod, we have Ian A. Bear, a great comedian. He was on a festival with me and Kate in Indiana, and we interviewed him there. He is so funny. We don't have a ton of married gays on the show, so we have gay married life on the podcast today with Ian, and he's just so great. I love him so much. What a, what a guy. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz, their two-minute quiz. It's going to match you with the perfect mattress for you, and you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Did you have gay sex this week? I did, but it was just with my husband, so I don't know if it's really i uh... I'm 22 years into the marriage, so it's like, I we we do have sex, but it's much more of like a transactional, yeah. let's get this out. I'm old. I'm like 49 years old. I'm, I have no interest in having any more testosterone. You know, people are like, oh, you have low T, and I'm like, perfect. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what a relief. He needs it more than I do. He comes with me to all the festivals. That is so And tries to have sex sweet. with me every day while the festivals are happening. We did it real quick and um, mostly <laughs> I did it with him to shut him up. <laughs> Alex, this is going to be hell. Why did I do that as Donald Trump? I don't know, you really did. the first words out of my, this is going to be hell for you, Alex. We are going to rain down such hell on Alex. Alex Alex is going to be so tired of losing. He's going to lose all the time with this audio. He's going to see the likes of which Adobe Premiere has never seen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are not in the apartment. No, we're in the hotel. We're in the hotel and we're having gay sex. 
Yeah. We're in the hotel in Bloomington, Indiana, well known for its gay sex. <laughs> the most intense gay sex, probably. Really intense yeah. because it's secretive. Yeah, you got to get done and, quick. And your life depends on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The uh, fleeting moments. Yeah. Are there chia seeds in my teeth? Uh, not a, that I can see. Great. Mm. There's always stuff in my teeth, and that's one of the main reasons I need a girlfriend. Because <laughs> they tell you when there's stuff in your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and lately, I have no Instagram photos. And there's always stuff in my teeth. That's I'm at that point of being single. Okay. Well, anyway, we have in the not in the hotel today, Ian A. Bear. Did I get that right? You Ian did. A. Bear. You did. We don't want the soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. Ian A. Bear, comedian, podcaster. You have the podcast Straight People. I do. Straight people. Yeah, and it sounded really fun. I yeah. don't usually like make people promote two seconds into a podcast because no one knows who you are and they don't they frankly don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't give right? a shit about me. Yeah. So they, why would they give a shit about They're only here for gay sex, right? That's all yeah. they're here for. Yeah. That's fair enough. Why don't we start with some Bloomington banter? Yeah. <laughs> some Bloomington. some blo- good old Bloomington, Indiana banter. Well, I'm loving the scooters. <laughs> yes. So I saw you scoot by. My I husband did. and I were smoking weed That is your, and I said. And I, and I was like, are we in the right place? Because like you went right past us. And I was like, are we in the right? It was so funny because I got out of a car with Caitlin Palufo and Emma Willman, who've both done the podcast. Uh, did we offer you a ride? You guys were going to dinner, but I was going to a show. Yes, and we offered, and then you got on your scooter and you scooted <laughs> away, and I yelled, "That is your gender of the week, <laughs> little boy on his scooter." I just, I guess, I just haven't really been to a city where they've been available. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, it is exciting the first time. And yeah. It's very flat here, so it's pretty yes. safe. I would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice and flat. <laughs> just a way just like i like them nice yeah, yeah i was just gonna say i was like what is what just is like i like my butts <laughs> nice and flat i was gonna make like a top surgery joke but you're not in, you're not interested in that right no i don't think so yeah yeah anyway i don't like them nice and flat uh i my coffee has not this is so it's 11 30 in the morning the best time for gay the sex. coffee hasn't hit i don't think so i don't uh. think it's gonna hit i took like two sips so this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be a very sleepy episode anyway tell people about your podcast Ian. okay sure uh it's called straight people uh it's about straight culture if there is such a thing and uh it's like 20 minute interviews i do I don't like oh to talk. it's short it's short i don't like to talk to people we are very long. masturbatory on that's this podcast. fine that's fine <laughs> we i say to alex i don't have the attention span to run a podcast like that for you sure know what I, mean? I hope you like yeah. this i'm going to be doing 20 minute riffs of uh, donald trump every four minutes <laughs> and i'm going to tell alex don't cut any of it you need all of the donald trump riffs right it's all gold nice um well that's yeah yeah so 20 cool. minutes and then like i i interview a lot of straight people and i ask like we're we're as gay people we're always asked well when did you know you were gay mm. and i don't think straight people even know they're straight until they know what gay is so yes. like as a child yeah. you're just born perfect as a straight person right and then you <laughs> learn that there's this other thing and that's like sort of what i interview straight people i ask them you know when did you know what queer was and sometimes it's this a slur Sometimes right. it's a, a person they knew. Sometimes it's a TV show. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. the first thing gay I remember was Blazing Saddles, the movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> Not a flattering connotation. But... Wait, wait, talk. That was my father's favorite movie. Yeah. I need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. Well, and you think he's he might have been. Well, I suspect that my father might have been bisexual or okay. at least very, like, super woke for his time. Okay. Because he did a lot of things to, like, empower women in his workplace. Yeah. He also loved jewelry. And fancy suits. <laughs> okay. And he was constantly pointing out to me gay people in media. Yeah. When I was like five. Yeah. So my dad is either 
excited that I'm going to suck a clit or he's sucked a dick. There's no way that yeah. there's not one of those two things. Oh, I like it. Maybe your dad got his dick sucked. Maybe, Maybe. he was like that kind of ally. Yeah. Being like, I know you want it. I know you want it. <laughs> this does nothing for me, but I'm happy to lend but my penis to the cause. I also want to point out how hot your dad sounds. Uh, <laughs> my dad was very handsome. He was a model. Yeah. For Wait, a little bit when he was that. a young man. Yeah. yeah. And they had a, a picture of him. I hope the audience is like, this is just Ashley Gavin dead dad trivia now. <laughs> this is such deep cut stuff. Where did he model? What did he model? A Kodak uh, ad. Oh. And they put it up in Grand Central Terminal. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. And now whenever I walk in there, I think, I wonder what it might, where it might have been. Or, yeah. 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 He was very handsome. How much dick he got from that? How much yeah. fucking... <laughs> Am I disrespecting you? Actually, now that I'm bringing in the modeling component of this, I'm so certain my dad was queer. (laughs) Yeah, well, he definitely, if you're good looking, a good looking man gets hit on by gay guys. You know what I'm saying? Of course. That is a function. Like, especially now, like, amen. You know, back then, maybe would have, like, glared, been like, hey, what's up? Now it's just like, whip it out, you know, or whatever. (laughs) You know, why are you in the gay bar if you don't want your dick sucked? What are you doing? And he definitely went through two phases. He was like a, a hot young dude. Yeah. And then he was like a bear yeah. as when he got older. So he definitely... I did the same transition. I'm really <laughs> thinking about this now. The other thing he modeled for was Norman Rockwell did a drawing of him. Well, Norman Rockwell only drew gay people. Everyone knows that. Are you serious? No. I oh. <laughs> I did just watch a... Um, there's something called Coded. There's something called it's a movie called Coded, and it's about an illustrator who was gay, who Norman Rockwell replaced them, like because like they everyone knew how unsavory this other person was. I wish oh. I could remember his name. I just watched it, and maybe he drew your dad. It's maybe, in the same time frame. Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. That would Interesting. be so cool. Right. Yeah. I never, I never thought about that. I also, I wish I had asked him how he got the modeling work because it took me so long to book anything in Do comedy. Do you know any of his <laughs> friends or uh, people he worked with from the time that you could interview? I probably could, but I feel, I would feel so weird to my mom to bring in someone, bring them onto the podcast. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about gay sex this week. I need to know, is my dad having gay sex? Was my dad having gay sex? You need an oral- is my dad having gay sex in heaven? <laughs> you need an oral history of his anal history. I love you, Dad. I mean, <laughs> R.I.P. Rest in peen. And <laughs> I think we're warmed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel okay about what I'm contributing, but I'm also loopy. Intro. Yeah. Yes, let's introduce ourselves. So let's now see. we introduce okay. ourselves. Okay. In a format that you can copy. Okay. Oh, did you play any sports growing up? No. Mm. <laughs> well, I played. Okay, I had such a I... good one for you last time. Okay, yeah. I did play. I played. Um. Which was the one we throw it like this? Baseball. I play baseball. Yeah, and um, I just did a baseball one, but maybe I could. I blew it. Uh, I thought my coach was really cute. He had a big, fat ass, um, and <gasps> I blew in his ear, like in the huddle. Do you huddle in baseball? Whatever the when you get together. And, yeah, yeah. And when he, you're hanging out. But I yeah, I literally like flirted with him, and he got all like, the coach? Oh, yeah. Well, he was an assistant coach. That's I was in, so you're describing a porn, and I'm borderline. Wait, and I'm eight years old at this time. I don't even know oh, what I was oh, gonna oh. do. Uh, please I retract thought, what I just said. I just thought said. it was cute. Yeah, I mean, it was like you I don't were even a kid. Know. You were a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when, when it's a kid, re- you sort of have the license to do stuff like well, that. Well, I would do anything I saw in a movie. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, well, this worked in a movie. <laughs> I blow in his ear. Blow in his ear. He was like, ah, I don't want to be turned on. Why? And then my, I guess they explained that to my parents what happened. Then they didn't make me play any more sports after that. That's how you came out. Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. you knew you were gay. Yeah, yeah. Your parents pulled you out of sports. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Kate? 
No, I was I was curious about his reaction, but that's funny because I feel his like his reaction was disgust. <laughs> yeah. It was Aww. the 80s. Aww. Well, I mean, I don't blame him, really. It's not his fault. You shouldn't have react with an 8-year-old kid, you don't react with disgust. Yeah. yeah you just well, be like, that's not appropriate. You did, right, exactly. You did that. Oh, please don't blow in people's ears. <laughs> that's for private time. Right. <laughs> um, all right. I I think I've got one. Okay. Anyway, I'm Ashley Gavin. This is how it usually starts, right? I say my name. Gay cis the, white woman. Yeah, yeah. I'm a cis gay <laughs> white woman. She, her pronouns. We're in, in Bloomington, Indiana. So if you don't think I'm going to come to your shithole town, I am. Sorry, that was rude. That was so <laughs> That was really mean. Bloomington is lovely. And I love it so much. It's right? such an adorable little place. Okay. You think I'm not going to come to your charming little Midwestern quaint town? With just wonderful coffee. The coffee is so good. <laughs> really good coffee. Uh, strong. So powerful. But yes. Shitting my brains out. You're wrong. I am. AshleyGavin.com. We go on tour. We have text lists. If you are liking a comedian, you should go and look at their website and see if you can find a way to keep up with their dates. Because the smart ones will have a mailing list. And we are the smart ones. Brum, brum, I actually brum. don't know if you do this, but. I do. There you go. <laughs> and then, as always, the cancel coach to keep me from getting canceled. Have I done the balls and strikes? I think so. Oh, but maybe not. You could re- you could always revisit. There's well, also I, Grand Slam. I don't know if the punchline Grand is Slam is there. Yeah, but corked bat, corked bat. <laughs> That's what he calls his strap on. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say calling the balls and strikes, but they're always balls. <laughs> Kate Sisk. Hey, everybody. It's me, Kate Sisk, the cancel coach of Fat in the Chat. I am a white bisexual lesbian dyke. My pronouns are any pronouns. Uh, my gender of the week, as submitted by the listeners. Okay. One of the first ones you guys ever submitted was the You're Killing Me Smalls kid. Yes. <laughs> right? Accurate, right, Ian? Fair. Uh, 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 it's been followed up on. Uh, somebody sent me a picture of him as an adult, and the resemblance is uncanny. I'm excited. It's uncanny. That is so fucked up. That's wow. so fucked up, dude. Isn't that crazy? Oh, dude. Patrick Renna. That is, his is name. so wow. fucked up. That's, you need to find this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you got, your dad. Your dad, obviously. <laughs> Plays your dad in whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Whatever your vehicle oh, is. Oh, You've my already God. got your dad cast. I love it. And uh, people would love that. Producers would just absolutely love. Well, and we got the guy from the Sandlot. Just based on how many straight male comics have a Sandlot joke, you've got every one of them coming to see that movie, right? A hundred percent. Right? I mean, there's no way not. A cult fave. Yeah. A cult fave. Absolutely. But yeah, the resemblance, man. That is Freaky. nuts. Freaky. <laughs> That's really nuts. Yeah. Obviously, you're you're better looking. I, yeah. I, he I wishes, hope that you know He that. wishes he had those curls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Never yeah. has a straight cis straight man wanted to be like just a gender non-conventional forming <laughs> bisexual dyke <laughs> in the history of mankind except for this guy because he's getting dms being like you know you look like kate sisk right <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're killing me smalls you're killing me uh oh i'm trying to think you're killing you're killing my balls what i'm trying to think listen it's 11 30 <laughs> in the fucking morning we're we're a road tripping we're road tripping today road it's trip. not gonna be as good as when you're at home in a bed when you're tripping on the road a pun for road tripping right <laughs> we're tired we, we we haven't had coffee it's gonna be a chaotic episode if this is an episode this is an episode to put on at night before you fall asleep I'm this so is not a I'm morning pep not good episode <laughs> 
No, they're all good. No, I'm kidding. And people listen to whatever drivel we put out. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, do you mind introducing okay. yourself in that format? And while you're doing that, I'm going to check the cameras. Okay, okay. Uh, if I remember correctly, it, uh, my name's. Wait, where do I start with my what I am? You can say whatever yeah, yeah, you okay. want. Okay, I'm. I'm a I'm white asparagus I'm white Hispanic I always say white asparagus for some reason. White um, I'm white Hispanic, but white because I keep my hot sauce in the fridge. Uh, he <laughs> yeah. he him I identify as white because I like my hot sauce cold. Um, he him and I'm gay, classic gay. Um, I'm classic not a gay. I'm not like a gold star though, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately. You know, life's a journey. Life's a journey. Yeah, that's it. That, yeah. Nice. What's your uh, what's your Hispanic background? My mother's Chilean. She's from Chile. Nice. And uh, yeah, and uh, nice. I wasn't raised speaking Puerto Spanish. Rican. Are you Puerto Rican? I always like to my, say. Or my Mexican. Mom's side Wait, of the family. I remember the joke. <laughs> yeah. Are you, which one? I was. Confused. I haven't been doing that joke as much anymore. But yeah, yeah, yeah Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah. Well, you did it last night, so you. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have. I do do that joke. No, wait, or no, maybe I'm confusing. There was somebody who had a Puerto Rican girlfriend oh i, I, I talk about my jokes. no no that's right i talk about my girlfriend and she, she's colombian yeah and so i do a joke about how you, you shouldn't get in an argument with a latina yeah 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 <laughs> i love that joke yeah. and the little white lesbians they just fucking their yeah. buttholes their butt let kate talk about fiery latinas okay no, ashley yeah it's <laughs> really hard Christ. you can't do that even if the Latinas in your life are fiery. You're not allowed to. You know, I know that. I've learned that. Because I mean, my mother is very much like. I'm she, not making the joke. She, I'm saying yeah. laugh at Kate's joke. Yeah. It's your joke. But I'm Emma Wilman did a insane. joke where she was wearing a Puerto Rican flag, waving it and making like something for her girlfriend. And then her girlfriend comes in and goes, I'm Mexican. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's That's such funny. a good joke. Yeah. And they also pull back on Emma. I know you guys don't go to comedy shows. Okay, but when you come to ours, no, they, yeah. they, a lot of these guys are first-time comedy fans. Okay. So you're allowed to laugh at that stuff. Interesting. I, do you think that's because They're nervous. it's just perceived that it's homophobic? It's perceived that it's racist. Okay. It's perceived that if they laugh, it's okay for maybe some someone someone else to laugh at it, but not them. I got you. Or like punching but, down or whatever. I got you. Yeah. And they think about they. They think about whether or not it's punching down instead of laughing, and it's like oh, give so they the have like a filter up. Yeah. yeah, give the performer some trust. If it's Kate, yeah, if it's you talking about your like Chilean mom or whatever, I, yeah. I hope I got that right. Just give the performer the trust that they are gonna not insult their wife. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Except that that I know <laughs> traditionally, <laughs> but, but not anymore. It's it's not as much anymore. Yeah. Well, the. <laughs> Well, I think it's well. It I think it depends. I think it depends where you go. You yeah. I think I you could easily is. go to a comedy club, is. and it could definitely oh, be yeah. I, some. I hate my wife for but just I, an yeah, hour. Yeah. I think in New York, it's less and less. Oh and yeah, in New oh, York yeah, for sure. And L A. Maybe Any, not in the middle of nowhere. Maybe not on Carnival Cruise. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I noticed that, and I always am in the back of the room when anyone ever does that. Um. When they're like, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, I'll just whisper to whoever's right next to me. I'll go. She sounds like such a bitch. You know what I mean? Not not because. I'm I'm really making fun of them. Yeah, right, it's of like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's of just course. to me, it's like, I always like, I pick one person. I'm always like, oh, she sounds terrible. <laughs> She's been talking about her for 10 minutes. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened to me last night? So this is crazy. I might want to talk about this on stage, so I'm not going to do the full details. Okay. But this guy came up to me after my set. He was like, you were so good. You're great with crowd work. You're not bitchy. And <gasps> I was like, 
yes, I am, sir. That's part of the persona. You obviously didn't understand my craft. But like, can you imagine? He would just never say that. Like, oh, good thing you weren't bitchy. I was worried you were going to be bitchy. That means you might have thought I was going to be bitchy subconsciously when I got on stage. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, or my yell. He was so surprised at my yelling because I yell at the audience quite yeah. a bit. He was so shocked to find that a <laughs> woman make could his yell. ears bleed. Right, exactly. He's like, not. oh wow. Oh, did it come from play- <laughs> from a place of being a bitch? Just regular yelling, not Gosh. bitchy yelling. Come on. You weren't shrill. You weren't a harpy shrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just so. That's interesting. That's it was so, so weird. Well, let's get into it. I kind of have a story that I wish I were like fully. I was trying to be the soundboard. Which which sound? I don't know if we have it, but they're like, bum, 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 bum. let's get it on. The- we don't have that on the soundboard, but <laughs> yeah. I will add it. Yeah. My rendition? <laughs> yes. We need to record it <laughs> and add. <laughs> that was yeah. so good. Thank you. Oh, man. Now I'm, I'm a talent. I'm turned on now. I'm a multi-hyphenate. To- yeah, yeah. You're a multi-hyphenate. <laughs> uh, comedian, actor. Writer soundboard. <laughs> um, let's get into it. I had a date last le- this this week. Ooh. Oh my god! I've had so few first dates. I've been mostly like repeat hooking up, and I've had so few first dates that have gone in a way that I was like, "Oh, there's hope here." Mm. I'm 34. It's <sighs> it just gets worse every day. Just the sigh after you say you're 34. I'm 34. I'm waiting for like my power lesbian mommy to like emerge in my life. Yeah, she has. I love that energy too, like uh, a like an executive lesbian, like a fem a feminine blazer. That's my type. Yeah, yeah. So let me tell you about this date because it was so incredible and disappointing at the same time. Oh no, she slid into my DMs. Nice, but she she saw like one TikTok and slid into my DMs, which is ideal. Yeah, because then she already knows I'm funny, but she doesn't know too much about me. Gotcha. Great combination. <laughs> she asked me out. It took us a long time to find time. Busy, busy people. She's, she's busy. She works in finance. <laughs> and she, I think I may have mentioned to you, Kate. She looks. I know you have a type of woman in your head when you picture the women that I'm into. Yeah. She is the that. She is that. <laughs> she is that. She's beautiful. She's like, she works in finance. She's successful. She's smart. And so I was like very excited to go on this date with her. And then I can't pull up the text, which is so disappointing. But but I did I did post these texts in our Patreon chat. Patreon.com slash WHGS. For $1, you can talk with me about my dates, you piece of shit. Help. Help. They don't run as many ads on our podcast because of the content. We get limited monetization on YouTube for, the, for fuck's sake. If you've been listening for free, no coffee. So I was that too much? No, no I was think it's bitchy? great. Well, a little bit. I mean, but I love it. It wasn't as bitchy as I thought you would be. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex, find a way to make it less bitchy. In, can we make it less bitchy in post, Alex? <laughs> debitchify. Yeah, right. yeah, there's a debitchify thing in Adobe Audition. It just turns the gain just, down a little bit. Yeah, it turns it down and it turns it into a man's voice. It's exactly the same. So you've been. Consuming the content for free might consider <laughs> donating. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were texting and I suggest a place. She gives me a time. I suggest a place. And she's like, uh, yeah, sounds like, oh, that restaurant sounds like very trendy L.A. And I, I didn't respond after that. That was on Monday. And then on Tuesday, the day of the date, 
I got to the area a little bit early. I'm working and I hadn't heard from her. So at around the time of the date, I texted and I was like, hey, like I'm in the area. Just let me know when you're done with work. And um, she works in like. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought she would work in your neighborhood. So she texts back. Oh, I didn't know that whether or not we were on. I think she wanted a double confirm from me. And to me, I got a little nervous. I was like, oh, man, like, is she flaky? Like, what's her deal? We put it in the Patreon chat on Discord. We were voting. (laughs) Most people, I'd say 75% of people agreed with me that she might be a little flaky. And 25% of people, or sorry, 25% of people agreed with me. 75% of people were like, this is just a classic miscommunication. Yeah. I totally get it. Also, Mercury is in retrograde. And I was like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) But the, the Wait, what's your sign, though? Scorpio. Ah. Do you like that stuff? Uh, I mean, sure. I'm on your podcast, so I need to be polite, right? I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. Great. No, 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 no. Just, oh. You're such a Scorpio, so it's so okay. funny. I, I wear it as a badge of honor. I'm not super secretive. I'm not, like, manipulative. I, I don't think anyway. Um, but I wish I wish I could be more manipulative. Yeah. I, but I'm too honest. Yeah, you're Whatever. not as much as a bitch as I thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Scorpios know what they want and they know how to get it. <laughs> they just change their mind about what they want a bunch. That's oh, my experience with Scorpio. So well, like it's a positive and a negative. You interesting, know what I mean? interesting. So like when a Scorpio like it has their shit together, they're amazing. And okay. when they're all I've over the place. I've tried very hard. Yeah. So I give her the benefit of the, so I'm like a little bit I'm like all right I guess it was unclear but I did not give her all right I guess it was unclear I'm sorry can we reschedule because I was just like a little a touch miffed but then she wrote back I'm at dinner with my sister can we get drinks after okay. I don't drink but I was like yeah sure and she ended up coming all the way back downtown oh that's an to effort meet me and I was yeah. like she's really sweet and yeah I just misread this situation that's a nice effort and then we're getting dinner and I'm like she's talking about her job and you know she's in this very fancy program and it's very competitive and she's funny and she's like kind of intense Mm. i hadn't i have not gone on a date with an intense person i'm an intense person yeah clearly um (laughs) but i haven't gone on a date with an intense person in a long time i've been dating more go with the flow type of people so it was like very i was it was exciting you know she paid for dinner and and she was like, we should go to 11 Madison Park, which is this very fancy, expensive restaurant that recently mm-hmm. turned vegan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know about this, but she was like, I'll take you to 11 Madison Park. I was like, are you fucking, jo- did I just acquire a sugar mama? <laughs> <laughs> just like totally accidentally. So I'm having the best time. I'm like, what are your dreams? What do you want? She's like, I want to have a family. What, and she has this backstory that's very similar to mine about why she wants to be financially stable and have a family. And I was like, Oh, oh my, I was just like, so excited. Yeah. And then she goes, and I have a boyfriend. <gasps> I was, I was hurt. I was hurt. Wait, so what's the dynamic? Open relationship. Uh, they and live together though? or what's They the- live together. They have a fucking dog. They've been together. So he's, the, kind of dog? he's the family that I, she's building. So I, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to. That's a very good point. Because I don't, I know her friends listen to the podcast. And I don't want to share information that I wouldn't want shared because this is what what she told me was so deeply personal. Yeah. But for me, I was like, I don't know if this guy is the family because of what she shared with me. Interesting. And, and so it wasn't anything negative about him. She was like so positive about him. But there was something about the exploration that I was like, she doesn't know who her person is yet. Maybe it is this guy. Yeah. But I'm not sure that she knows who it mm. is yet. I hope she's okay with me saying this. Whatever. She has a boyfriend. So 
I instantly go into 34 year old mode where I'm like, motherfucker, am I ever going to like meet someone who's single, who's like ready to do this stuff? Like a great person. Yeah. It hurt. It hurt. Queer people, stop being so polyamorous. Well, I I think... <laughs> or maybe say you are have a boyfriend before you get yes. into the hopes and I dreams. I think she's probably had some like negative... She, but you did it... She did it in the reverse order. So it's like the deal breaker is the boyfriend, right? Yeah. So don't go any further into like, don't make me love you. Don't make me yeah, care about right. you. And I and- love her. <laughs> she sent me a selfie. She sent me... A, she's on vacation. She sent me a selfie from vacation yesterday. Yeah. She really... She obviously really likes me. Yeah. And I really liked her. Yeah. We made out like children in the street. <laughs> it was wonderful. What was her last, did you ask her about her last like female, female relationship? So this is a crazy thing. She lost her, her virginity to a woman, which is so hard to do. <laughs> That's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. How are you not going to marry a woman? Yeah. I know this problematic. <laughs> I don't. I Finders we, keepers, we have you first. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I don't know. Just bummed me out. And I like her. And so I don't know what to do with her because even in the event that she decides that she wants to keep dating women more, whatever, she's going to have a breakup and it's going to be significant. In the event that I get what I want and I have my sugar mama and she takes care of me and she takes me to 11 Madison Park and she was talking about the spa on the West Coast. She was like, I could take you there. I was like, you have got to stop. I'm like too interested. I feel weird about how like amazing this is. <laughs> Even if she does that, she has this huge breakup that she's going to go through. And I'm 34. I don't have time. I don't have time for the breakup and the energy. What if the breakup all happens off camera and you're not involved? I would, that's why you're busy. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, that's got how it It's like how a, has to a be. Greek drama. It all yeah. takes place off stage. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a stand for that. You know what I'm saying? Just like knocked my teeth. You really did. The brim of my hat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like if that's the only thing standing in the way is that you don't have time for her to break out with the person she's with now. That's not that much on you, right? I mean, that's yeah. like, put that on the universe. Yeah. Hey, universe. And obviously, you don't want to wish a breakup. I want her to be happy. She's such a nice person. If this, if I'm reading this situation wrong, and I want to stress to the listeners, like this is just my impression. There was nothing that she said that I was like. Oh, she doesn't like this guy. You know what I mean? This is just my impression from reading into it. But like, I don't know. It's just, it it hit me in the feels. I know some of you, there's some lonely hearts out there. (laughs) And I just want you to know that mine is lonely as well. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Slide into my DMs. What's her sign? Cancer. We are very compatible. I you're so did. funny. You're like, I don't care about this shit. And then you're like, I know, right? We are, I was wondering uh, if she would know. complimentary signs. <laughs> <laughs> I only know about, like, I'm trying to figure out where I am on camera. I only know about the, like, sun signs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know about other people's signs. I only know about my stuff. Yeah. Because I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. Why would I care about what other people are doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm at least going to pretend not to care. Anyway, that's my gay sex from this week. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So no sex, though. No, I haven't had sex in a while, actually. I've been on tour, and I'm not sleeping with people on tour, really. I'm so tired and busy. Well, you got the two-bed scenario, so you got a bed to have sex on and a bed to sleep in. <laughs> so you could get something tonight. It could I could. Tonight. Yeah, make a big wet spot in the one, and then <laughs> come over to the clean sheets after. Uh, the perfect nah, setup. I don't know. It's so many college kids here. It's not like a lot of- like, They're gone. They're gone? I think so. This is the this is the weekend where they, they all pack up. They had finals and, and they're gone oh, now. Yeah. Okay. 
Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. That's how we pay Kate. And, of course, me also. This is full-time work, so please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city um, you get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, do not miss me when I'm in your city. I know you miss my TikToks and my Instagram posts, and sometimes you skip podcast episodes. I'm only in town once a year, so let me text you once a year when I'm in town. Or I can email you ashleygavin.com. There's going to be 25 cities on this tour. Don't miss your city. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Ian, did you have gay sex this week? I did, but it was just with my husband, so I don't know if it's really a... Um, I could tell you about that. What? what a, <laughs> yeah, you could. We did it real quick, and um, mostly <laughs> I did quick. it with him to shut him up because uh, you know what I mean. It was placating. Yeah, fuck. I, you guys may not know this, but like, wow, this sometimes guy sounds you can like just... he really hates his husband. Like, really sucks. It's horny. No, this horny he's fucker. No, he's, he's here amazing. this weekend. Yeah, he is. He comes with me to all the festivals. That is so. And tries to have sex sweet. with me every day while the festivals are happening. So. <laughs> we'll pop. <laughs> Um, he's great. Uh, um, yeah, we, you know, got it in on a Monday. So, um, got it in yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we can't get it in on a Saturday. So then we gotta, <laughs> I gotta write up a check, a rain check for Monday. You know what I mean? So I'm 23, 22 years into the marriage. So it's like, I we, was going to say, how we long do have, have sex, but it's much more of like a transactional. Yeah. Let's get this, let's get this out. Yeah. He needs to have, he needs it. He needs it more than I do. I'm old. I'm like 49 years old. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm, I have no interest in having any more, testosterone you know people are like oh you have low t and i'm like perfect you know what i mean like <laughs> what a relief <laughs> what is this low t thing that everyone is so fucking like joe joe rogan takes testosterone yikes i know and he looks like a primate now you know what i mean like <laughs> jesus christ no offense to joe rogan i'm sure he's lovely but yikes we've had him on the podcast and he was a wonderful guest that's awesome Listener, go and find that episode tweet I, about it i tried to listen i tried live tweeted me listening to an episode of the joe rogan podcast about a year ago that's so funny and i couldn't make it through like 10 minutes yeah i couldn't aren't they like three hours there, i don't even i mean i had to take like a nap just I even to, to like nap. just get through the intro with him it's just like who's God. listening to a full three-hour podcast my brother every week he's oh, like wow. you know who's great is joe rogan i'm like stop calling 
me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> lose my number. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> no, wow. Three love hours it. a week is too much of anybody. I agree, a hundred percent. Unless you're having sex with that person. <laughs> mm, even then, you know what I mean? Like, I've heard all your stories already. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I have a rule: like, if you've told me the story three times, it's it's out of you take it out of rotation. I dated a girl who got so mad at me when I repeated stories. Oh yeah, so <laughs> mad. That should. If you say it nicely, yeah. that's fine. But she like, got upset that I didn't remember that mm. I told her. It's like I can't control that I don't remember. It's an unknown unknown. I can't. What can I be done about this? I often remember who I've told stories to. If somebody starts retelling a story to me, I will finish the story quickly so that they know. They're like, okay, so like last week, you know, I met this girl that. at Macy's. And I'm like, right. And she like picked out the rings with you and showed you the perfume and they're like yeah 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 so i'm like just get to the next piece of information that you were going to so share nice. with me. i didn't realize it was because i was annoying you <laughs> no it's just like it's just i'm like give me the new information it's efficiency yeah but then i i get really i get if i for, have forgotten that i've told a story to someone i'll freak out at myself i'm like oh my god that's so freaky but uh what is happening lately is all like if I'm dealing with something that's like frustrating, I'll like talk to Chelsea about it, and then I can't remember if I've told my therapist the story or not. <laughs> that's so funny. Or if I've told like I'm and I'm just like oh I want to talk about this like annoying thing or like thing that I'm hung up on in therapy, but I cannot literally remember if I've already told her or not, and I'm afraid that she doesn't remember if I've told her. Oh, or not. I was gonna say, why don't you just ask? Because sometimes, also, yeah, sometimes I notice that she has forgotten the things that I've mentioned before, and I'm like, well, how many clients she must have? Right. It's a it's a whole rigmarole clusterfuck. So I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if like every week we talk about a story that happened to me when I was eight, and neither of us remember? So we're just, just repeating the same I thing actually, over and over again. Maybe this is too much of a deep therapy cut, but I would actually say if you want to bring it up again. You should bring it up again. Yeah. Interesting. Because you might find something else in it. Or it might be important to you in some way that you don't realize. Yeah. Or you might still just be releasing some of that energy. Yeah. You don't, yeah. Yeah. You don't, have, it, to do a new, you don't have to do a new 45. No, it's no. Zoom. So Zoom. it's even less like, yeah. oh, I remember where my arms yes, were on yes. the chair kind of thing. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. We really, do, we're now deep in Kate's therapy. And I wish I could say this was the first time. But uh, no, but I think you're right. Three, three, three strikes and the story has to be retired. <laughs> I think that's fair. How'd you meet your husband? Oh, um. <laughs> I shouldn't go like that. I picked him up at a gay bar. He sounds awful. He's amazing. He really is amazing. He's, he doesn't listen to podcasts, so I don't have to worry about him ever hearing this. So um, <laughs> He doesn't listen to anything that I'm on, for sure. Uh, and that's why I love him. Uh, no, I met him at a gay bar. I picked him up at a gay bar on a Wednesday night, in, uh, December 15th, 1999, and took him home. We had a one-night stand. And that's our anniversary. And then our next anniversary is two days later when I learned his name. Because, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been together like almost inseparable since the day we met. Wow. And yeah, we broke up briefly for a week. Um, what happened? I was in grad school and I had finals and he kept trying to talk about his feelings. I was like, I can't do both. Yeah. yeah. And then we broke up for like three days. <laughs> and then we've been together ever since. So. Yeah, he's probably. really good. And he's really into comedy. Like, so before I, I started stand up like late, I like I was like 38 when I started. And uh, but we used to go to stand up all the time as like our date night. Um, That's fun. And get up and leave a lot because it was so home. Oh, <laughs> my God. But I yeah. watched a lot of stand I was a stand up. So if I had been straight, I probably would have been doing stand up since I was like 
a child. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as a gay person, especially in the like late 80s and 90s, I just didn't. There was no way I was going to get up in front of a room full of straight people. Yeah. Because that's what the whole audience, really. I it, mean, back then, for it sure. It feels like gay men are only recently popping off in the scene. Re- like, rel- I feel like lesbians have had it a little easier. Uh, well, it's just the, like, because, like, lesbian sex is, like, pretty lesbian sex is uh, fetishized. Yes. Yeah. And no matter what kind of gay male sex is, but that's changing, it's it's like ooh uh actually gay sex is like uh is is institutionalized and used as a punishment right you know what i mean yes. like yeah and, yeah and lesbian sex of course and it's all gay sex but it's like we progress in some areas and then in other areas we don't progress at all yeah. um like there are more there's more room to be out in the united states now than there ever has before but visibility comes with the cost you know what i'm yes. saying so it's like you know as a gay white cis male I understand that in the pecking order of, of um, oppression, I'm higher up on the, do you know what I mean? Like I, I, there is privilege, there's passing privilege, there's just male privilege. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like in now people go, oh, well in the gay community though, you're old. And I'm like, yeah, thanks for telling me, you know, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's because you've seen some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I hope that younger people know the shit that has been seen, but yeah. So are you guys monogamous? We are. We are. We weren't for a little bit. <laughs> like, uh, it's you can't be, if somebody's jealous, you can't be monogamous. You can't be open. Mm. So if one person's jealous, uh, like, you know, what are you doing? Do you like this person better? And so we had a little bit of that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that closed it back up pretty quick. <laughs> I, I could. I don't think I could do it. Do uh, I think monogamous on a, or open? I think on an openness, like, I don't think I could do it. Like, on a casual level... I think with a girlfriend, I could do like some open stuff, but in a marriage, I think I would lose my mind. Yeah, I would just be committed. so worried about feelings. Yeah. I, sex, I can kind of wrap my brain around, but feelings. And how do you not have feelings? I fall in love with a girl every fucking week. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Maybe you don't. Well, I've always joked about um, that we would bring a third into the relationship if that person knew where they wanted to have lunch. It's the only reason you need an extra person. You need a top. Yeah. Just for lunch, though. I don't need them for anything else. Right. Where are we lunch. eating? You know what I mean? And what to watch on Netflix. Yeah. Um, well, he he leaves re- that to me. So rent, I'm the, oh, rent a top. You get yeah. rent a top to yeah, come yeah. in. Just the, the, the decider. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where do we go on vacation? Is it time to put my dad in a home? You know what I mean? Just... I need more of a daddy than I need a top. I need like a, yes, I need a father. A father. <laughs> oh, father. You know what I mean? Or mother, whoever. Just somebody with some answers. How are I you? need a power lesbian to come in I and would absolutely. manage my life. Do you if know? you find her, let her know that oh, I'm waiting. Yeah. I have, a, I have a girlfriend. She's bi. And I was like, the boys she dates are just. Mm. And she was like, I think I'm going to focus on women. I was like, you need. I said, you need to imagine she sells real estate. She drives a, a Mercedes. She's going to pay off your student loans. You know what I mean? Like manifest that. And he. She's like, whoa, I don't know if I love her. I was like, just let her fix your life and then move on to the next person. Do you know what I'm saying? Just manifest of somebody to come in and help you. A with life all the, fixer. Yeah. You know, you'll have sex. You'll give her your youth and, and she'll she'll <laughs> fix your credit. You know what I mean? Like, I know that happens. You know, I've been to Palm Springs. I know that. How that's, do I get one of those as a 34 year old? I mean, you have the biggest platform to get whatever you want. Yeah. So. <laughs> Listener, fix my life. It's like a short term. You don't. You're, you're not. I'll give you my like one year of youth. I have like six months of youth left. I think technically, <laughs> technically, when I turn thirty five, I'm I'm middle aged, right? Uh, by by Wait, lesbian really? standards, I don't know. I don't know. You're middle aged, uh, gay at twenty five. So 
if you guys get an extra 10 years, that's just, wow. <laughs> you get more life expectancy and you get to be young longer. Okay. I guess that makes sense, though. Yeah. For le- for just for lesbians, though. The regular women, no, that is, that's not the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they deal with regular, men, regu- so their life expectancy are, yeah. is probably lower. Yeah. I wonder if straight women have a lower life expectancy than lesbians. Huh. That's an interesting because they're putting up with their fucking yeah. husbands. Yeah, well, yeah. Most of them, they like outlive their straight husbands for sure. I wonder what I wonder what pregnancy does to life expectancy. It does lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> it does I do mean, lots of things. I mean, just like hormonally, like it can like change so much about you. I wonder if it changes your life expectancy. Maybe. Yeah. Chelsea has this theory. She's like, you know, like so much about aging is blamed on having kids. But also, she's like, now people in our generation just, like, aren't having kids or aren't having them till later. And we're having the same experiences with aging. So maybe kids have been kind of a scapegoat. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah, now I pee when I sneeze because I had three babies. It's like, maybe that's just part of being 37. <laughs> like, right. No, it so is. <laughs> it so is. I make noises now. When you get up? When I get up, when yeah, I get down. I'm, me too. I'm making sound effects all the time. Well, I think I think the gallbladder really did it for me. I mean, you comment every time I got up and sat down for like a month afterwards, you were like, are you okay? You and, still make the face now and then. And I the see answer it. was definitely no, but I feel like the the mannerisms have stayed with me. Like the, It's just like I'm not in excruciating pain, but just the need to get up and down slowly and make this face. <laughs> yeah. The face I see every now and then, I'm like, and I know the, the gallbladder hole is something sank into it. Because <laughs> Kate's making the face, the gall. Did you have? Do you have it out? I uh, had it out. Yeah. Did you have it like uh, inpatient, or did you have to go to the hospital? I, I, I went to the hospital. Pain was... had the same thing like two years ago. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it was. Is that bad. your husband? Yes. What's his name? Pain. Pain. Yeah. Damn. I've been in constant pain for twenty. Oh, really? <laughs> I've been in pain constantly for twenty-two years. So. That's like one of the first, I, first I jokes it. I wrote. I love that. I love that joke. Yeah, um, he's great. He's super fun. So, but he had the same. He had, the, and it was like, yeah, it was bad. And then it was during COVID too, and they wouldn't let me in the hospital. And I'm like, you know, that sucks. I was like, I'm his gay husband. And they're like, it's because of COVID, stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. you won't keep us apart. I'm like, actually, <laughs> I, we will. I have the right. We're fine with you being gay. I'm gay. You know what I mean? And I'm like, let me in. You know? If I could let you in, I would let you in. I can't let you in. Right. I, I, the same thing happened. So by gallbladder time, uh, it was not yet Omicron, so Chelsea could still come in. But sh- Chelsea was in the hospital pre-vaccine and they would not let me in but they also were not taking care of her oh no like she was in a back room with no bathroom and she was texting me being like i have to go to the bathroom but i'm locked in and so i had to go to the front desk and was like my wife has to piss (laughs) 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 and then she was freezing and i was like give my wife this coat that i brought like i was just like I was in freak out mode. I love it. I love it. Um, Do you feel like, do you ever wonder what gay people's personalities are going to be when they don't have trauma anymore? Mm. Have you guys done this thought experiment? Probably just really annoying. Yeah. I've met some (laughs) uh, uh, young queer people with like self-esteem and I'm like, yikes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they, no one squashed your spirit yet? Oh, you haven't been to a gay bar. (laughs) Just you wait, honey. If, if the straight community doesn't get you, we will. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of the old yeah. gays being like, you you guys need a little more spine. Yeah. Well, like... Toughen th- up. That's a, the joke with my friends has always been the only people meaner to you than straight people are your best friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. So like the way gays are to each other can be just as... It's like when I started doing stand-up and everybody roasts each other, I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this the whole fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's more gay men, though, than... 
lesbians. For sure, for sure, for sure. You don't think so? Yeah. But I think I think in general, I see the thing about like if you're maybe this is an entertainment thing too, but if you're close to someone, then you can be honest with them and sometimes brutal honesty feels mean. Yeah. But then like when it's someone you actually don't like and you're like, Oh my God, that's so good for you. It's like yeah. the false niceness. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so happy to have it. So I, when I was in Sacramento, I was like plugging to sell tickets. So I did this meetup group group and it's like this gay brunch meetup group. I'd say they're all in their fifties. <laughs> The guy who runs it, he's not doing great. He like recently lost his job and socially not. Yes, it's he's going through it. And also he may be in a 90 day fiance like (laughs) scam situation. Oh, I thought you meant on the show. (laughs) No, there's like a kid in another country like asking him for money and stuff. And I very softly said to him, I was like, I hope you don't get taken advantage of because that's really all you can say to a stranger. Like you can't go much more than that. So this other gay guy comes over and says in front of all the tables, there's like 30 gay people at this thing. What was his name? Let's just call him Tom. He goes, Tom, I heard you got fired. I heard you got fired. <gasps> oh, brutal. And then Tom was like, you know, explaining what happened. And then he goes, they broke you, Tom. <gasps> they broke you. They broke you. What could you do? They broke. Like, I have never seen such cattiness in yeah. my life from these old gays. Yeah. I was like. So Dude, pu- it's that so is public. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm sure if you talked to that guy, he'd be like, Tom had it coming, and here's the 10 reasons why. Yeah, right. <laughs> the top things about Tom that I don't fucking like, and I've been waiting to do this at brunch this whole fucking week. You know? <laughs> that was nuts. That's terrible. Slash, not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, has anyone ever told you, can I tell you who your celebrity look like? Sure, go ahead. I've People been do it thinking all the time. it the whole time. Sure, like Elizabeth Olsen, Elizabeth, the one who Olsen? plays the Scarlet oh. Witch, the the She's the, younger. the younger, the one yeah, who got yeah, the, yeah. the good Olsen. genes, the ones who got the good genes, the talented one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one has ever said that. to The me. actress Elizabeth, especially in the eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take it. Well, I mean, I can't, I'm especially tired. I can't take it back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm especially. You t- look like that dude from the Sandlot. <laughs> you look, I like, look like Elizabeth Olsen. I think you win. I mean, well, here's the thing is the great thing about cutting my hair and gaining so much weight is that people stopped saying Jean Benet Ramsey. Wow. That was really, I'm like, you perfect. got that for like as an adult? As an adult. Wow. Because I, I, I used to have my long hair, which was like curly and l- like a light color. And yeah. then I have the blue eyes and a baby face that is more baby with less weight and more hair. Yeah. And people would be like, oh my God, you look like Jean Benet Ramsey. And I would be like, oh my God, I want to be dead like her now. Right. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what Jean Benet would grow up into. Katy Perry. Uh, that's the rumor. We've talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe it? No. Me neither. Mm-mm. You no. thought about that. But for Katy a Perry's backstory is kind of almost weirder. She was like a Christian singer with her yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. They're all weird. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, thanks for your story. We're going to go to Kate. I guess it wasn't. This is a true podcast episode. We are not talking about anything. <laughs> this is the Joe Rogan podcast at this point. I guess he really interviews people. Testosterone. Not really. He just talks about all the shit he's interested in. Well, I only watch clips. <laughs> he's, it's, he's always pushing something. Someone said, go on a route. You got to try it, man. Like my lips. <laughs> my my lips. gains and lifts and shit. Oh, I thought man. you said my lips. Like- lips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's done wonders for my pores. you like had collagen injections? <laughs> it just looks like a fucking gorilla with like big lips. Like Jennifer Joe Coolidge. Joe Rogan just getting like. You know like, what's so funny? That like, you- um, like an eye lift and like. 
<laughs> he's an like, ear tuck. Yeah, he's talking about like how masculine it is. He's like, yeah. I got my fucking eye lifted. Like, my eye lifts so much. You boys yeah. have got to get your necks Will rejuvenated. Your <laughs> <laughs> you want a thick neck? You want a real thick neck? You got to. <laughs> I don't even know what the juvederm. <laughs> um. All right, Kate. Did you have gay sex this week? Uh, my gay sex this week. Okay, so f- this was for 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 um the week of lesbian vil- visibility week. Charles and I were invited to speak to the youth at our Wonderful. alma mater, which was Wonderful. so fun. It was over Zoom because of COVID, but it was like it was really nice to be asked, and specifically to be asked to speak as a couple was cool. It was like we were being like publicly recognized as like being together, even though we're not. Did you hear my stomach? Did you hear my stomach? Was that the avocado toast? What uh, happened? Yeah, I desperately... Uh, this is going to be a quick story. Do you guys get breakfast together? <laughs> we, we got breakfast at the same place, ran yeah. into, into each other there. But I just, heard, so I just nice. heard her stomach go... Uh, my stomach really just did a full... <laughs> I know, it's it stepped on my riff. It's not breaking... <laughs> I <laughs> did. It's riff in there, pretty solid, and it's, it but was the stomach's probably so better. It was so loud. It was like, if my stomach was mic'd, you guys would have been like, is there an alien in the room? Um... <laughs> uh it felt nice to be publicly like recognized as a couple even though we're not we haven't officially gotten married yet um so that was cool and it was also nice to just be like have made enough progress in our respective fields that they were like oh like kids might want to hear yeah about your like career path yeah um like that was cool so then we're like talking and okay good things and bad things came out of this the good things was (laughs) We went into breakout rooms and I got to both meet people who had gone to school after me. So I got to hear about like progress. Like, um, yeah, the moderator actually was, um, you know, I was, I was, I, I came out while I was in school as, uh, as like queer, but I was still very closeted in school with regards to gender and stuff. And this person was like an out black trans person and they were like yeah you know and the and the school i went to is like a small liberal arts school that's like has been a predominantly white institution for a long time it's not anymore but then it was also a male institution until like pretty recently so it's like it's been an institutional effort to make changes and they were like yeah i just go around campus like i can't walk from one class to another without seeing another queer person and waving hello and i was just like oh my god like i literally just started crying i was like that's That's wonderful wonderful um and then i also met some people who were like a lot what's their major though <laughs> I don't if, know. if they're just in the English building, I don't. now if they're walking around the computer science department waving hello to the queers. I think it was something econ, econ? No, it wasn't econ. I think you're. I think. I think actually the econ department still is uh, whites and guys only. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and then I got to meet some people who were like a lot older than me and had been there like long before and here there um experiences and um you know met met someone who had who had come out of trans later like later than graduating and so that kind of like i related to that because you know i was i really wasn't out in uh college as any kind of like gender queer and it's not because i wasn't thinking of it i realized that i had my first thought about gender that i said out loud when i was 20 years old and now i'm 30 so it's yeah. been a long time yeah and i lost two years at the beginning because the first time that i ever said something to someone it was to a romantic partner and she said don't say that and then i just like 
shut my mouth for another two years. And she's dead now. <laughs> Kate gave me her full name. <laughs> and you made a couple calls. And she's dead. <laughs> uh, but so it was just, it was just so interesting to get to know like other people's experiences. And so th- that was all like the kind of lovely parts. Then the kind of not so lovely parts was, you know, that little sub community of like queer people who went to the school, like we've lost a lot of people, which is sad, you know, yeah. to, to various things. That that was sad to think about, but I'm kind of glad we talked about it. So they, it wasn't yeah. just like the emptiness was acknowledged in a way in general, outside of the school, just kind of in, in real life. Like it seems like, it's kind of what we were saying. It's like there's been so much progress that I feel like I have so much to be grateful for, but it's also like a brutal moment. <laughs> it's a really brutal moment um, in terms of what feels like maybe backlash after all of that, all of those years of work that like the people before me did. And then here's like the funny bad moment. It's like so it's Lesbian Visibility Week. <laughs> I will say you said yeah. subculture, and I can't believe no one has ever. Um, made the pun subculture <laughs> sorry no time once you get into the rest of your story i just wanted to get that riff in there you were saying such beautiful things i was like i'm not going to interrupt this with this with a pun yeah testing my boyfriend for coronavirus in his fecal matter just going to do a quick subculture <laughs> <laughs> but so the funny weird moment was so remember it's lesbian visibility week me and my partner have been invited <laughs> to talk as a couple it's not a greater panel it's just the two of us <laughs> i'm so excited and this guy interrupts to go great where are the voices of gay men <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i'm so sorry for the lack of representation of gay men in this lesbian relationship <laughs> <laughs> it was like so funny because you know if it had been Yo. a panel I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty like conscious person when it comes to that. If it had been a panel of five people and there was no gay men on it or there was no black people on it, I would be like, hmm, for sure, maybe I don't want to sit on this panel if I don't feel like it's representative. But it was like, this is just straight up my relationship, dude. Like during lesbian <laughs> visibility week. Was it young or older person? It, I at first I'm like, this has got to be a student. Like, yeah. I'll just kind of let that's this what pass. I thought, too. I thought it was a student it has years on me. Oh, wow. that's just um, that's just an old wow. dude feeling sorry for himself. Not that old though. It's like <laughs> like it's definitely another millennial. Really? Can I just say that if because this happens in stand up a lot, it was if so there funny. is an individual doing a joke related to their own life, or an individual doing a subject matter anything on their own life, it, you can go to the institution and say, "Hey, I'd like to see more yes, of this." Right. But don't shit on the performer. <laughs> who's just trying to tell their own story. Right. They got invited to Amherst for Lesbian <laughs> Visibility Week. It's like not really their problem that it, the school didn't do. It made me, you know. I, and you know what? They're having other events. Yeah. So like, I don't know where it came from, but what part of what stuck in my craw about it. Stuck in your craw? Yeah, because then he put I've something in the... that. Uh, it's like something that kind of stayed with me and kept pissing me off. In your craw? Yeah, I don't. I always thought it was a crab stuck in the craw, but now I'm realizing well, I, I don't. Also, I don't know where the phrase comes thing. from. We really? call them craws. Maybe know. it's a New England phrase. Maybe yeah, I got think stuck so. in my craw. It sounds like a northern thing. I sound ne- southern when I yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I think like crawdad. 
Yeah, maybe that's why I'm thinking of like yeah. Yeah. crab rind. Anyway. By the way, brass tacks, not taxes. I know I got message about it. I had so many messages. The funny about thing it. was people like- were more passionate about that than anything we've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> we were wrong. <laughs> But so p- part of what pissed me off about it afterwards and kind of like made me get angry and angry over the course of days was, you know, it's it was just kind of funny at its base point to be like, where are the voice of the gay men? But then he wrote something in the chat. Fuck off. That referred to us as ladies. Oh. And I was like, I just spoke at like length <laughs> about the fact that I've had like a journey with gender and I do take any pronouns. So if he had been like she or her, absolutely would not have bothered yeah, ladies me at all is a little different. but ladies specifically <laughs> felt like okay so you just weren't listening at all these so. gals were great but yeah. where are my gay men at <laughs> where are my gay men and and if he had really been listening he knows he would know that you're the gay male representation exactly yeah. <laughs> oh, you jerked a guy off under a bridge <laughs> I do think it that, was on top of a bridge, Ashley. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do think that like gay men get in their feelings about like being gay and male is no longer enough. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, which mm. I'm in my feelings about it, it myself. But what did you? But think? I don't say it out loud. But what all did you think it was gonna be? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> becoming aware of other people's suffering shouldn't make you feel Ex- worse about yourself. That's the thing, dumbass. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, I and it's so funny because part of what part of like like i just said part of what i appreciated so much about the experience was connecting with the people who came years and years before me which was by definition men because it was an oh yeah yeah oh yeah and and one and one trans woman who had who had transitioned after school but so i we were getting the perspective we were getting the perspective exactly well you got the full perspective even the shitty part (laughs) (laughs) i think the i think the intro what you just said is like yeah there is like this sort of like suffering contest that we sometimes get into as a society and like isn't it kind of great like that yeah you are now in a position where you don't have to suffer as much as you did and you can Mm. empower other people and listen to them and like i I, just listening i mean that's the part i think people have the hardest time with is the like check yourself for a second yeah check your privilege check who you are and listen to what these these people have to say because historically you haven't been right exactly and of course it's still difficult to be a gay man no one's saying that it's not still difficult we're just also acknowledging there are other people who are also struggling absolutely and i consider us teammates exactly you know i consider us kindred but i think gay men especially like in around my age um they think they're the gay community yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. And that's not it at all. And it, just because every gay bar you ever went to, everybody looked like you. And w- when you go to parties, you go to parties where everybody looks like you. Yeah. Doesn't mean that's you're just sequestering yourself in an mm. aspect. You know what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah, and men do really it. A, I, women do it. I mean, the 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 Palm Spring parties, the you know, there's a there's a whole subculture of like kind of like I'm not invited. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you have to be. I, I've never known. I'm like, have my own fucking party. Yeah. Yeah. But the, um, but that's part of it is that, you know, like we want to be with our own. But like, I feel like it's to a detriment sometimes. Yes. Like it's yes. like, yeah. oh, well, if you have no listening and understanding for gender nonconforming or trans people or people of color and all you do is hang around other white gay men, then you're definitely part of the problem. You're in, in our community. Yeah. That's yeah. like a huge thing to me. Yeah. And I don't really get out in the community anymore because I'm I do stand up. So I'm always a straight. Yeah. Straight, 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 straight. Everything's straight. Uh, what a nightmare, right? <laughs> but um, have you but, ever done a straight set? Uh, when I first started, yeah, I took a class 
and the guy who ran the class was like, you don't want to talk about being gay on stage. <gasps> so I wrote a whole, like, my wife, Debbie, the whole fucking she thing. She sucks. I can't stand her. Uh, well, I made a, like, fictitious People backstory. People like, this guy is definitely straight. I made a fictitious backstory that she worked in a hand grenade factory, so she had PTSD. <laughs> and so, like, actually, I was I was quite afraid of her. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes she'll just slap me across the face for no reason. And I just had this whole, like, She's having thing. a flashback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I threw a pine cone at her one time, and she won't come out of her room for two days or whatever it was. And I did that set. I had a gay Wait. set and a straight set, and I would do I would alternate. And after about six months, nobody would talk to me in the Atlanta scene. And after six months, somebody came up to me and they were like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Are you straight? Are you gay? What's happening?" <laughs> and because I, I didn't, I wasn't sure. I was ner- like, yeah. I would bomb with the gay set because I yeah. had no confidence. And then when I finally decided I'm just going to do the gay set, I was I've been fine ever since. Yeah, you, know? you have to if you're going to do anything. You you have to just lean into whatever Absolutely. you're doing, yeah, yeah. A million percent. But it's scary because you don't know. There's no teach. Like even though I took that class, there's no. You don't learn how to be a comedian. You that's like no one can teach you that. You, you have to over, be on stage. Yeah, and 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 how you relate to other comedians and how you get yourself booked. Everything, everything about it is. Let me know when you figure that out. I'm still learning that part. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Butt plugs. Social media. Uh, oh, were you done, Kate? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Okay, great. Good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Uh, a bear comedian on everything. So, except for Snapchat, because I never bothered to learn how to Snapchat. Um, That's a great just name. A bear comedian. You, yeah. You are blessed. A bear. Uh, um, the, fir- the first joke I wrote was about my husband. The second one was my last name is A bear. It's Welsh and it means fat homosexual with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and I had an audition one time in New York, and this uh, it was somebody from Comedy Central, and they. Whoever it was, they watched me, didn't have anything to do with me. I'm too old, whatever it was. They just weren't interested in me. And then the them. next just day, FYI. I ran into this girl who was at this woman, this adult, fine adult woman. And she <laughs> came up to me Very and said, sexy, sexy adult she woman. She was like, I was at that show last night, and I want to let you know, I talked to my gay friend today, and I told him your joke, your A-Bear joke, and he told me how funny it was. <laughs> and I was like... Thank you, I guess. Like this is the per- she so she had to call another gay person and then she was like they told me how funny that joke was and I was like do you think it's funny? You know? What I mean? <laughs> Everyone just needs to calm the fuck down and laugh. I mean, indeed. Just, she had to get it explained to her. She was like I didn't I didn't get your. Oh, <laughs> so she had to call she somebody didn't know and be what like a bear was. Yeah, yeah, she didn't Sam didn't. Morrison says this all the time yeah. that people don't know what poppers are, that people don't know what bears are. And I just cannot believe that there are people who don't know what bears are. I mean, poppers, come on. Even the straight kids do poppers. <laughs> yeah, at least to get high. Yeah, when um, they're in New Orleans and they can't afford real drugs, they get poppers. <laughs> and then they call me and be like, I just shit my pants on Bourbon Street. I'm like, why are you telling me this? It's like, well, you're gay. And I'm like, yeah, I don't shit By the my way, pants. I found out that you have a very funny joke from a friend, a gay friend of mine. Oh, that no. was a horrible riff and I'm just joking. I think if I delivered it better, it would have been. All right. All right. Anything you want to plug, Kate? Uh, check. Look out for the Lucas Spectacular. I'm at the Kate Sisk on instant Twitter. My website is katesisk.com. Sign up for that mailing and text list, baby. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who already has. And uh, yeah. And I'll be in uh, upstate New York and Virginia in July. A lot of Midwest in August. <sighs> San Francisco in June. Raleigh is out selling San Francisco. Get your shit. San Francisco, you always do this. Get your shit together. You're supposed to be gay. Fuck off. (laughs) Buy the tickets and then fuck off. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. You know, the best way to support this podcast is not just by listening, but by donating as little as a dollar a month. 
at patreon.com slash WHGS. You get live streams of my weekly show. You get comps. You get bonus episodes. You get bonus episodes that you submit your gay sex stories. There's just so much great stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. And head on over to ashleygavin.com to sign up for my mailing list and text dates. Um, and katesis.com for all of their shows, including their show coming up on the 28th in New York City. All right, gay thought. Listen, not all my thoughts have to be gay, all right? Sometimes I just have thoughts. I just have them. Are my thoughts gay because I'm having them? I want to say no. Also, what's a thought, really? What is it? Neurons firing in your brain? Is that gay? Do we have a soul? Are the mind and body connected? Am I the first to ask these questions? No. Am I the first gay person to ask these questions? No. Have a great week, guys.